The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm hanging out with my dear friend, Mr. Mike Fiella. And welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike, rise and shine. I'm awake and ready to go this crisp, crisp Saturday morning up here in the Northeast. But uh, hey, just so so excited. Saturdays are a great day at our house and uh, just to get out and share some of these God stories. And we have so many stories, so much going on. Oh, and I, I was gosh. looking at you, your head's not spinning. I, I Well, maybe no. inside, I don't know, but you always do great. But there's been so much going on. I can't wait to get into all of this today. You know, last week, Mike, I had a chance to walk my daughter down the oh. aisle. Mike, oh my gosh. You, 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 the look on your face and some of the pictures, my heart was going, I know what he's going through. Oh, I did I that years ago. But You've uh, been there and done Your that. wife said at best it was like a fairy tale wedding. It, it Everything really was so was. beautiful. Tell it, us a little bit about it. Oh, it was it. beautiful. We were uh, down in uh, Tennessee. My daughter is uh, in her last year of uh, a master's program at Middle Tennessee State. Nonprofit mm. management, go figure, right? Oh, boy. Um, but her and her husband, uh, oh, her husband, I can't believe that's, I think that's the first time I said her husband. Uh, Markwell, <laughs> they uh, they tied the knot um, during a pandemic. So, okay. of course, not exactly maybe the original plan, uh, but man, it was an amazing time. I, I did the over under, uh, in the over under, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that. That's kind of a betting term, and, and we don't want to go down there. Was was four, would dad cry or, or shed tears more or less than four? Four times. Oh, I, I think if someone would have said the over, they, they would have won a free cup of coffee because okay. uh, it was an emotional time. It really well, was. Yeah, I mean, I saw the look on your face and oh. also the picture of your wife and uh, Hannah yes. stand there and she's fixing her hair. It was just sometimes you can, a picture really says a it, thousand, it thousand words and, and, and grabs your heart. But yeah. great time, huh? Yeah, it was a great time. Thank, and thank you for asking. Um, eight Days of Hope. We're a, a disaster relief organization that does much more than just disasters. Uh, but we, we travel the country, we help people uh, on a moment's notice when a hurricane, snowstorm, flooding event, uh, mud, you know, just a, a volcano erupted in Hawaii. We were there a couple years ago. Uh, we started 15 years ago this December. And today uh, we are recording this because today we are opening up our Midwest satellite. So okay. we're based in Mississippi. That's where our headquarters is at. Sure. Our Northeast satellites in Buffalo, New York. And today... The 17th, we are uh, having our open house in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and that will be our new Midwest satellite. So while I'm speaking across the country, uh, we have political leaders, uh, faith-based leaders, volunteers, um, donors, partners in Cedar Rapids hanging out. It's it's. It's going to be, and it has been probably wow. already an amazing day. How exciting is that? I mean, Steve, you you go back to 2005 when your dad gave you the phone call. Sure. and Going to go down and help folks. Katrina, now you're opening a third, a second satellite. Yes. Uh, that is just, uh, where do you go? I mean, where are you going to go from here? You I know, mean, <laughs> wherever God leads us, yeah. right? I mean, because that's who we are. So we're going to have equipment in three different parts of the country, leaders in all across the country, 31 states. And so when there's a tornado in Kansas or a flooding event in Missouri or a snowstorm in Minnesota, um, our our team can leave from Iowa and be there very quickly That's right. you know, with laundry trailers and shower trailers and feeding trailers and chainsaws and bucket trucks. 
trucks, uh, just like we are in Mississippi, uh, down in the south, in the northeast out of Buffalo. In fact, Mike, I, I can't believe that I'm about to say this, but today we are also in Louisiana again. Again. Oh my gosh, how disheartening. So we left, we served Hurricane Laura survivors for five weeks. 710 people traveled mm. to Lake Charles, Louisiana. We helped over 200 families. That was like okay. one of our biggest outreaches ever for Rapper Response event. We left on a Saturday. Yep. Here and we go. six days later, that same area gets hit by another hurricane, Hurricane Delta. Delta. And it was no um, small hurricane. No. It was another 100 mile an hour oh. when it hit. But it, what all the stuff I've read and you know, it the same, I mean, a couple miles apart. Seven miles down the road. Seven, okay. And, and this was more of a flooding event where Hurricane uh, Laura was more of a wind event. Mm. I don't even say event, but disaster. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we were able to help out all those families. So unfortunately... Some of the families we helped, some of the remaining trees, okay. the remaining parts of the roof, was damaged again. Second Twice time. in five Second weeks, Mike, around. six weeks. So what, so what do we do, Steve? Do we? I know we go back to the area. We go back to some of the same houses. It's going to be a new list. I mean, it's just like starting all over again. I'm yeah. sure, I ho- I hopefully, I, I, and you would know. Did anybody survive this as far as the work that's already been done? I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So so I think that we know of maybe five, seven families that we served the first go-around after Hurricane Laura that need our help once again. Okay. And, and we're going to do that. And so today, if you're listening across the country, would you be willing to do one of three things? This is so important. Uh, we're in Jennings, Louisiana, which is about 35 miles east of Lake Charles, okay. where we really focused our time last time. Uh, but Jennings, Louisiana, uh, a town called Iowa, uh, I believe I-O-W-A's might be Iowa. They, they pronounce it a little bit differently. But uh, we're going to be in that area for the next three weeks to November 7th, Mike. Wow. So we're, you know, we're going to spend eight out of ten weeks in Louisiana because of two hurricanes. This is the fourth hurricane that has hit Louisiana this fourth, year. Fourth. In one year. Fourth. <laughs> so, no. so we ask you to pray. Pray. You know, we, there's a pandemic going on right now. You, you probably are aware of that. That's right. So pray for the leaders and the volunteers and the families who serve. Pray for their for their health, that we can stay free from uh, getting someone on the team. You know, getting the virus. Wear your mask. Yes, please. <laughs> be you know, be smart. You know, we take temperature checks. We're we're distancing. We're doing all the things that we are told that we need to do because sure. we follow the local rules and laws of of the state. And we're in Louisiana, and they have some rules that we're going to follow. But but pray for those volunteers. Pray for the families that we're going to be serving. Man, they must feel shell shocked. I mean, they just get home, Delta hits, and they got to turn around and go back now. Hopefully, we're picking up some new volunteers too. Oh, we are. And, and, and yeah, we are. We, go we to are. the website eight days of hope, you know, dot com, just to sign up, get the information. And you were you were saying volunteer. Yeah. So 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 first, pray for everyone. But secondly, volunteer. To your point, right. Mike, and the, all the information is on our website. So read our COVID nineteen guidelines. Read the FAQs. Uh, you have to be eighteen. Um, we are looking for people to do chainsaw work. We're going to muck out homes on this outreach versus okay. the last one was more wind. This is a little bit more flooding. Um, so we need people to do that. Um, we provide the lodging and the food. It's free. Okay. Go to eightdaysofhope.com if you can volunteer. We're going to be there. We're there today, and we'll mm-hmm. be there for the next three weeks. And uh, at that point, 
you know, our prayer is to to lead people to Jesus, not by necessarily words, but by our actions. Yeah. We're going to love and serve the brokenhearted. And Mike, right now, there's a lot of broken oh, hearts in Louisiana. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, we've all been on these outreaches, and we see the impact when uh, an Eight Days of Hope person or any person comes on your front lawn and says, we're here to help and uh, bring hope to people. So as Steve just said, uh, pray, volunteer, and then there's a point yeah. you gotta donate. You yeah. gotta donate. I, I, and I tell you, Mike, we we just we just got our feeding bill from the first five weeks. It was twenty three thousand dollars. So you know, twenty three thousand. Yeah, you know those volunteers they eat, and you know, we <laughs> they really eat on this trip. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, but you know we 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 have to raise every single dollar. I mean, the good news though, if you donate today on our website or you mail a donation to help out with Hurricane Delta. Every dollar will be spent in Louisiana. All of our fixed cost, if you have a business mind, and if not, that's okay too. But all of our fixed costs, in order to do what we do, uh, you know, our buildings, our equipment, our insurance, um, you know, we'd, we're not going to have any paid staff down there. Sure. These are volunteers. Mm-hmm. Every dollar you give on our website at 8daysofhope.com, you can donate quarterly, yearly, make a one-time gift, will be spent in Louisiana. And we need your help. It's that simple. Sure. Uh, we're, we're still paying our bills for the last yeah. time. So, so folks, when you hear us mention about donating, Please. did you hear what Steve just said? It, every single nickel, dime, penny, $1,000 bills yeah, <laughs> no, goes right to that event. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you can donate online. Also, um, Pray Volunteer Donate will be there to November 7th. And, and I hate that we have to be back there, Mike, but yeah. you know, when God ever opens up a door, you know, we, 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 we do pray. I promise sure. you, um, probably 99% of the time God guides us through that door. There has been a couple times in 15 years that we had to check about something, but we know the people we're serving down there. Sure. We're going to be based in Jennings, Louisiana again. Again, we'll be there for 21 days. We mm. have spots. If you have an RV, uh, you have to bring your own generator, but we have spots for RV. Now, we are limiting the amount of volunteers per day, Mike. Okay. So if you think you're going to volunteer, volunteer. Now, if you can't make it, let us know as well, because we only have any, so many so spots, many spots right. that we can provide lodging for, because... Of, of COVID, but uh, man, Mike, can't believe we're back there. It's, it is unbelievable. I, I sat mesmerized in my chair, and I'm almost feeling like, you know, here I am in a nice, cozy, warm house, and I'm thinking of right. these people. My heart's going to, sure. and I'm watching it on the news. Yeah. I'm going, I, this, I, I can't grab my head around yeah. what so many might second time around in, yeah. in, in seven miles apart, as you said. Oh, and and here's the challenge, Mike. I guarantee if you watched the news last night, there was nothing about Hurricane Delta. No, yeah, it's about right. a Supreme Court justice. It's about an election. It's about right. COVID-19. Uh, it, you know, we live in a very short news span world. So again, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. If you can volunteer, um, donate, please, please, please. Uh, you can mail a check. Uh, people still mail checks, and we, yeah. we accept them, brother. Oh, yeah. I promise you. Uh, you can mail that to our P.O. Box, and that's on our website and our Facebook page. Uh, but I'll give it to you now. It's P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 3803. That's P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 3803. And again, that address is on our website. Now, next week, Mike, okay. we're going to have Josh Belt back with us. Josh Belt oh, yeah. is the pastor yes. at Our Savior's Church in Jennings, <laughs> who partnered with us for five weeks. He was on our show four weeks ago. Yeah, talking about Laura. Talking, talking yeah. about Laura. And today, 
I mean, talk about a head on a swivel. Oh, boy. Oh, God bless this guy. You know, and he had so much to, uh, volunteers around him and a church that went out into the community. He was worn out. He was on vacation. He finally took some ta- <laughs> time off, Mike. And while he took some time off with his wife, his bride, mm-hmm. Hurricane Delta, Delta hits okay. his community. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah, they'll be next week. So he's going to um, have a lot. To, he's going to have a lot of good things to share with us, though. Amen. He he will. Thank you for joining Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella, and today we're going to be talking to Ryan McDonald. Ryan McDonald is a pastor at a church in New York State. Eight Days of Hope has been working with churches across the country, providing tractor trailers of food. Mm, yeah. $1.5 million dollars of food <laughs> is oh being my. shipped across the country, and we've just been blessed that we've been a conduit. So this week in Ohio, I believe in Iowa, New York State, across the country, food is being delivered safely to those in need, and yes. I can't wait to talk to Ryan. He's got a great personality. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got a bunch of uh, charisma, and it's all due to Jesus. He loves Jesus, and he loves serving in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's almost like a... A family uh, church organization yes. type of thing. His dad started it years yes. ago, and uh, still, you know, strong part of the ministry. But uh, very exciting. I can't. I, I mean, yeah, he, I, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and and the reason we're gonna have Ryan on today is we want to encourage churches out there. You might not be the biggest church in your community, and maybe you don't have all the means right now financially with everything's going on. But but we want to encourage you today to give you some ideas of how you can serve your community during a pandemic. So when we come back here in a couple seconds, Ryan McDonald will be on with us. Father, we just lift up the volunteers today in Louisiana yes. for the open house in Cedar Rapids for those who are providing food across the nation in your name. Father, keep them safe. Lord, I pray that we give you all the glory. We thank you for mm-hmm. who you are in us and for what you allow us to do. That's right. Father, we pray for our show today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Again, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Pray, volunteer, and donate. Hurricane Delta will be down uh, for the next three weeks down in Louisiana, and we're looking for volunteers. Again, pray, volunteer, or donate. You can donate at our website at 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. 8 Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, But God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're going to part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our safe house construction ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com.
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Good morning. If you're listening in Kansas or Georgia, uh, the beautiful state of Ohio, or down in Mississippi, yes. Texas, coast to coast, Mike. Now, did you not just hear that Mandisa wake-up song? It's a good morning. Yeah. So we play that song. Thank you for reminding. <laughs> we play that song before every break. That is the song our volunteers hear during our rebuilding events, where we yes. take thousands and thousands of people and rebuild hundreds of homes for free. Mm. Uh, last trip was down in Houston after Hurricane Harvey. But yeah, we like that. It gets us going, it, doesn't it? Does, it? it does. It does. It's just, you get jumping up. Every time I hear that, I see you get up on the platform and see people, you know, throwing balloons around and bouncing balls. And they're like, wait a minute, are these people that awake at this time in the morning? Listeners no, it, don't have great. a clue what you're talking about. I know. But I will tell you this. I was watching you kind of jiggle in that chair there. Now, you're, you're turning <laughs> Pentecostal on me, Mike. You know that. Oh, boy. Anyways. Hey, we are really excited to have our guest on today. And welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field, and this gentleman that we have on today, Mike, mm. I can't wait. God you know, size story. Huh? Is, is there such a thing as a man crush that sounds kind of weird, right? <laughs> oh, I'll no, see you later. No, 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 there, no there's no. probably 10 or 15 well, yeah. guys we do ministry with. I just love being around. Sure. Yeah. Just because of their heart, uh, how they handle themselves, their, sure. their, um, their upbeat Attitude, personalities, right. their cup's always half full. Ryan McDonald. Good morning, Ryan. How are you, my man? Hey. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Steve, Mike. Thanks so much for having me on. Ryan, I'm serious, man. Whenever I I was around you just the other day, and I left your church, and I'm just amazed. Ryan McDonald is one of the pastors at City Church. It's a medium-sized church, if you compare it to churches around the country. They're based in a town of about 15,000, 17,000 people called Batavia, New York, which is in the middle of Buffalo and Rochester, square in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, before we start talking about ministry and things like that, um, tell the listeners a little bit about your personal journey, uh, your your you know your marriage, your family, um, how long you've been in ministry, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, good morning again. And Steve, I want to start by saying thank you so much uh, to the Tybor family for for just obeying God's call on your life. You're you're making a difference. You've made a difference in my life. Uh you you mentioned the other day, you know, when you when you walked on the grounds uh with a smile and the charisma and um the fruits of the spirit that you walk in, it it, it makes a difference and I wanna I wanna start by saying thank you so much to you. Thank you for the relational spirit that you have just to bring people together. And, and really bless uh, whatever community or group of people that you walk into. Mm, thank you, Ryan. Thank you so mm. much. So me, I'm a I'm a pastor's kid. <laughs> I've been around church my uh, my whole life, and uh, you know I've always loved the ministry. I've always loved the temple. Um, I've always loved God's house, God's people. Um, obviously, that looked different at different points in my life, but uh, what a blessing to be able to be raised in in God's house with God's people, serving. When we were, we told you a little bit the other day, Steve, when we were just kids, I had just gotten my license, um, we we began to, to serve the community. My dad, uh, Pastor Marty from Batavia, many of you know him from, from WDCX, encouraged us as kids uh to to serve and and now this month we're my wife and i are celebrating 16 years of marriage my new boy congratulations yeah Yeah. 
my my two boys Ryan and and Andrew we all we all serve together and it is the joy of our lives to to serve the house of the Lord so it's a little bit about me. See, see Mike, why I like this guy. Yeah. I mean, just his whole. Sure. <laughs> I mean, gosh, you could just feel his heartbeat through, well, through the radio. Absolutely. Well, let me, right, let me ask you a question because I was, I was uh, you know, I wasn't a, a pastor's kid. Um, I've been a pastor, and I try to protect my daughter from that stigma of what happens. Where, where was the, the definite transition in your life that it's, just, it's not my mom and dad's faith, it's mine now? You know, I, I was just asked that question um, by a college professor, and uh, he kind of put me on the spot in front of, <laughs> um, in front of 30 kids. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, my answer is this, and I, I mean it with all my heart. My dad, when we were kids, it was never the ministry and then his family. It was always his family okay. and the ministry. Nice. We did ministry. I remember sitting at the kitchen table and my dad, uh, you know, giving counsel and, and insight to, to young couples. And we sat there and listened. There was no secrets. There was no, um, you, you know, unknowns. He, he brought us right to the kitchen table. He brought us right to the to the mm-hmm. house of the Lord. We sure. sat on the front row every week and we begin to just, we begin to love the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe with all my heart as, as our kids begin to really love the Lord and we have to be careful uh, with our kid, you know, even with my boys, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so careful to, to know that my kids are watching and I'm representing Christ mm-hmm. even at home in the kitchen, uh, just with our family. So, yeah, right. You know, I, I say this a lot on the show. The greatest sermon I ever heard is the one I saw, and I've heard yeah. your dad preach. I've I've seen you preach on on Facebook, believe it or not, or YouTube, one of the two on, on, on the internet. Um, I, I love your guys' heart for the Lord and how you share. But when you see Jesus in action. There's something yeah. about that versus just hearing the words. And that's what your dad modeled for you, sure. and now you get to model for your kids. What a legacy for your father, and what a God-fearing, God-loving man. Again, Absolutely. one of my favorites again. Uh, this guy, <laughs> I mean, he's a rock star. T- a quick story about uh, Pastor Marty, Mike. We moved back here two years ago, and we had, we're had we going to talk in a minute, but eight days old, how we met City Church and how we've done some ministry with them. He drove from Batavia, 30 miles away, to bring our two girls, our youngest ones, who at the time were 12 and 11, who both loved chocolate. They loved chocolate. (laughs) Oh, boy. He drove 30 miles to bring my daughter's chocolate as a welcome gift to Western New York. Oh, man. That's great. That is totally awesome. You probably didn't know that, did you, Ryan? I didn't know that, but I know he's a chocolate deliverer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to text you my address in case he forgot it, in case he wants to come by this. I'll be home this weekend if he wants to. Anyways, so uh, let's talk a little bit. How did City Church meet Eight Days of Hope and, and, and maybe share with the listeners a little bit about the journey um, together and, and just anywhere you want to go with it? I want to take a cue from, from you, as always, uh, with encouragement maybe somebody's listening this morning. City Church started at um, my family's. I I now live at a fifth-generation farm, and my parents started the church in the lawn. (laughs) Um, A a few people begin to gather uh, in lawn chairs, 
And as we all know, the weather started to turn. It was this time of year, and someone said, we, we've got to have a place to go. Our, our dining room and living room um, begin to be too small, and uh, God's people begin to gather together. A local business person uh, by the name of uh, Rose Kakamas, who, who just passed away, oh, Roxy's music, said to yeah. my dad, she said, yeah, Roxy's music, mm-hmm. yeah, she said to my dad, uh, Pastor Marty, I'd like to rent you a facility. I'd like to pay the rent, and I'd like you to start a church at the YWCA in Batavia. And mm. God's work just began to, to be done, and uh, we just saw a huge growth in the matter of a year. And I believe three years later, we purchased the building that we're in now, uh, which was uh, Mancuso Movie Theater at the time on Main Street, 210 East Main Street, Batavia. And uh, God's, God's just been working. We we uh, felt God's call a couple years later uh, to start a food pantry uh, right next door to the church, bought another building. We still uh, feed about 500 families a month out of there all through the year. And uh, God just done a, a miracle in in our city, and really in our family. You know, you know my dad's story. My dad comes from a broken home, um, two siblings that had passed in his teenage years. His mother and father were both gone uh, by the time he was seventeen. He was homeless, and I share that to say that maybe someone's listening today. You feel hopeless. You feel empty. You feel lost. Mm-hmm. If God can do it in our family, He can do it in yours. That's right. Amen. And oftentimes, it's a it's a connection with an organization like Eight Days of Hope. Um, it really just extends a hand, maybe extends a drink, a coffee, a, a sandwich, uh, just for an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it's that gospel that makes a difference. And. Uh, Amen. I'm just so blessed to be a part of it on the journey, you know, on the on the road just to see the miracles, you know, these food giveaways, you know, as we stood in the parking lot the other day and hundreds of people oh, wow. came through yes, and yes. we just uh, we smiled and, and blessed people and loved on people. What a gift uh, to be able to serve uh, God's people and in, in our city. And we're going to get there in a couple minutes. Um, you you kind of you didn't steal the thunder, but 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 you know you you kind of tease the listener. So just to kind of give you a heads up where we're going to go in a couple minutes, thousands and thousands and thousands of families the last three weeks have received food through the city church hmm. in Batavia, New York. In a town of only 15,000 people, this past Incredible. Wednesday when I was there, Mike, over 3,000 boxes of food. I mean, valued at probably somewhere between $140,000, $160,000 was given away in one day. And, and here's what's so cool. You know what? The heck with teasing it. Let's go there, Ryan. Let's um, go there. Here's what excited me when I showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the City Church in 80s, we, we've, we've kind of known each other the last four or five years. We'll kind of circle back at some point with that. But when I got there at around 7.30 in the morning, they had already been there for about an hour Ryan and his father, Marty, had volunteers that they recruited very quickly. So I'm thinking smaller church, smaller city. You know, hopefully they can get six or eight people. (laughs) Ryan, you had about 30 to 40 people out there Mm. on a work day, 
Oh yeah. my gosh, brother. How how do you get the saints excited to come volunteer on a work day to to bless your community? Amazing sight for my eyes. Yeah, the the how. I wish I could tell you that I knew the how. Um, I, I, this is what I do know. I'm learning, and I know that as as we as leaders serve with a humble heart mm. and just an yeah. attitude to please to please God Himself. I believe He gets behind us, mm. and that's what we've seen. I mean, uh, the volunteers, the the members, and um, the folks that came out the other day—they're the best of the best. Uh, they're, they, they love God and they love God's people, and they have a they have a passion to serve our oh. our church. We have uh, just so many volunteers, and and we've seen it in the past when we've painted houses and so on with you, Steve. Oh. Uh, that we've had uh, more volunteers, and we've actually taken on additional projects right. because of that. The how is is uh, I believe walking and and just servanthood and humility and i believe people get behind that you know mike you you were a pastor for many many years Mm -hmm. and you're part of the leadership team of eight days of hope and by the way good morning and welcome to hope reigns it's a broadcast of eight days of hope we're talking to ryan mcdonald he's a pastor at city church uh, it's a medium-sized church in Batavia, New York, and we're sharing some God-side stories today from the mission field. And uh, for the last three weeks, Eight Days of Hope has found a way uh, through God's grace to be a conduit of food through the city church, who now has distributed thousands and thousands and thousands Incredible. and thousands of boxes of food to families in need. Mike, you were a pastor. Mm-hmm. He said a key word there. Um a servant leader, you know, pastors really, their main job, I believe, is to equip the saints, to encourage and equip the saints. And what I saw Wednesday by him and his father, they knew every volunteer's name. They greeted every volunteer. They, you know, gave him an elbow bump, right? You know, because, you know, COVID, but they smiled and they took the time and they weren't too busy for anyone. And they were leading by example, Mike. You've just, I can't say that, but reiterate that more is that they see your hands getting dirty, they see your feet walking the walk, and then they, you have a, role, a good right to talk. I mean, yes, we talk, we, we preach, we encourage, we teach, but we do. And as you do it, that's what, you know, that, Ryan, that's what I was thinking. They must have seen you and your dad doing this time and time and time again. This is why 30 people showed up on a work day. They want to be like you guys are, and because you guys are great examples to what Jesus would do to serve and love people. Isn't that it? Absolutely. So, Ryan, so over 3,000 boxes of food were delivered, three semi-tractor <laughs> trailers of food. And you said, Steve, by 11 o'clock, this will be gone. Now, Ryan, I love you. You've never yeah. misled me. You've never exaggerated. <laughs> but I have to admit, when I left there, because I had another meeting I had to run to around 8.45, 9, 9.15, I thought, ooh, maybe they just bit up took a little bit too big of a bite today. I don't know. <laughs> and at 11 o'clock, Mike, I All got right. a text. I heard a ding, ding on my phone. And there's a picture of like 20 pallets stacked on top. The place was empty. Oh, my. Ryan, <laughs> come on, brother. Share a God-sized story from from when you fed people this past week. Maybe someone that just walked up. Maybe someone that drove through. But share with the listeners. Encourage them out there how God connects the dots and gives the local church a chance to serve during a very unique time in our country. Yeah, I was just 
saying that I wish I knew all the hows. You know, God does God does things in families and in moments that that they're indescribable. But I'll uh, I'll share one story that I, I absolutely love. Uh, we have a retired uh, a painter. He worked for the union for many many years, and he's retired now. His name's he he wouldn't mind me sharing his name. His name's Jim Booty. He uh, he's seventy one years old, uh-huh. and uh, he showed up uh, to these these giveaways, and he said, well, "How how can I help?" He's got a pickup truck. I said, "You could." You could deliver some food to to some families, and he said, well, "Do you have a list of names?" I said, "We do, but we have other people out delivering to those names." I'd ask you to just pause for a moment and pray, and he did that, and he he shared the the testimony with me later. He said, "I I sat in my truck and I prayed for a few minutes, and the Lord laid a pastor on my heart," and he said, "I called him, another local pastor." And he said, I called him, and I found out that he had been diagnosed with COVID that week. And he had planned to be at the giveaway. And he said he would love if I brought a couple pickup truck loads of food out. So to make a long story short, he drove this pastor that wanted to be there, wanted to be a part, drove him out a couple truck loads of food when he couldn't be there uh, because, again, he, he has COVID. He's quarantining. And God used him in a in a mighty way, a marvelous way, just because he had a willing heart. And I think, I think that's a great testimony to to us, to to your listeners today. You know, you might feel out of place. You might feel, uh, you might have just a sense of what can I do. I think we've all been there. What can I do to make a difference? And I believe as we're willing, I believe as as we're open, I believe as as we ask the Lord, what would you have me to do? When we show up, we make that difference. Mm. And uh, I was just so blessed by that story. Yeah, just making yourself available. That's it. I mean, Mike, have you ever done laundry? Uh, on occasion. Okay. okay. And, and me too. Um, <laughs> we were in Cedar Rapids last month uh, with that Drocho Dro- storm. Okay. 35,000 trees were toppled. We were there for three weeks or almost four weeks. And we have a new believer, a new brother in, in the Lord and a okay. son in the Lord because some volunteers went to Cedar Rapids. They said, we're not very good with our hands, but we can do laundry. Okay. We, we took our laundry trailer up there. We had 10 commercial washers and dryers. Mm. And this gentleman walked in on the third week okay. when there had not been power for three weeks. Oh boy! And he brought his laundry with his son. And an hour and a half later, after two loads of laundry was done, okay, we didn't build a house, right? right? We didn't do anything, you know, really, you know, crazy, unique like Ad's Hope does. But this gentleman and his son fall on their knees in the laundry trailer oh, and on. say yes to Jesus. Because to your point, Ryan, those volunteers made themselves available, and instead of saying, "Well, what can I do?" they said, "What can I do?" Yeah, and that's the difference, yeah. Ryan. Just saying yes, give. God an opportunity to use you. Yeah, so so right. 
You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiala. Our guest today is Ryan McDonald. He's one of the pastors over at City Church in a town called Batavia, New York. Um, their church, Mike, is in an old um, theater. Okay. It is one of the coolest places uh, in Batavia, and actually in, in western New York. Okay. Uh, today we're sharing about some God-side stories from the mission field. When we come back in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about this feeding initiative. Uh, City Church is going to give away, probably by the time you add everything up, about $300,000 of food over five weeks. Mm. And I want you, the listener, to be encouraged today. It just It's saying, yes, Father, use me. When we come back in a minute, we're going to hear more from Ryan McDonald. But again, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country, and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hanging out with Mike Fiella. My name is Steve Tybert. Now, why do you laugh at me when I sometimes welcome people back? Well, it just it, you, it just on, brings man. a you have that radio face that that <laughs> smiles and just no, it's just it's just exciting to the well, it's contagious. Okay, you're very All contagious right. to wake people up and get them uh, on board. Well, we're so thankful that you're joining us today. If you want to learn more about the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, we do disaster relief. We we build and renovate facilities to be used by those rescued from sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this past year with COVID, uh, we've done things we've never thought we would do, including being a conduit of 
about 30 to 40 trucks of food. The number changes every day. I think we're almost at 40 uh, shipping tractor trailers of food to churches to serve the community. And today, Mike, we're talking to Ryan McDonald. That first segment, Mike, what kind of, as you think back to that first segment, what what do you kind of draw out of that well, first two, time? Two things. Um, the, the real servant leaders, they're mm. leading by their, their service. And you know, Ryan mentioned the name Rose from Roxy's Music. Yeah. I, I, I've known her for years. Really? Well, our, our ministry, worship ministry, started by her donating a whole really? complete set uh, of, of a sound system because when we were traveling, okay. and this guy named Mike Loomis, founding a yeah. kingdom on years ago. Yeah. But what I'm saying it for, I know her heart for Batavia. Mm. And she is home with the Lord now, but she's got to be rejoicing. She always wanted to see somebody. And Ryan, you and your dad and your church is the is the somebody that she always hoped wow. for to do do the kind of work you're doing. That's why I, I know she wow. stepped out and invested in you. What a legacy. So, yeah, what a legacy. Beautiful, beautiful. We're hanging out with Ryan McDonald. Ryan, good morning again. Um, Ryan, so for the last three weeks and for the next two weeks, your church gets minimum two tractor trailers of food, over 2,000 boxes. Explain to listeners... You know, you and I were talking the other day, I love logistics, and I love to learn, and I just kind of sat back and watched, and talk about a Mm well-oiled machine. Oh, yeah. Uh, But talk a little bit about um, your congregation and and how they serve during one of these feeding initiatives. Yeah, good morning again. It's so great to be with you guys. I've just been blessed by the conversation this morning. You know, our volunteers... you know, a huge takeaway from the other day is we adjusted. You know, n- not not just the leaders, but the the volunteers, uh, our our members, they adjusted as the day progressed, uh, as there was different needs presented, uh, as the climate changed uh, in the neighborhood. We had some traffic difficulties at times. We made adjustments. I, I think that's so important for the body of Christ right now. Uh, just to be be ready to make an adjustment, be ready to flexible. To take, yeah, be flexible and and be open for what God is really doing in and through us, and not to be so rigid to say, "Hey, man, this is how we've always done it. This is how we've always saw it. This is how it's always been spoken." But to be very sensitive to say, "Hey, it's okay. I can I can make an adjustment. I can I can be flexible." If, if, if it helps the work of the ministry, if it helps the kingdom of God, I can make an adjustment, and that's what our people <laughs> did. And I'm, I'm so blessed to work with them and, and serve with them week in and week out. They are truly the dream team. Well, Steve, don't we live by blessed are the flexible in spirit they're going to see god (laughs) you know one of the things we do at eight days of hope on a rebuilding trips brian when we have you know three four five thousand people there is i know it sounds a little bit and you're too young maybe to remember this but when i was growing up there was a cartoon character gumby okay and and he was known for his flexibility and so we we literally went out and bought a gumby suit and we always ask a 15 year old volunteer to walk through the crowd you know in 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 someone on the stage saying and we need you to be flexible as we rebuild these 300 homes this week because things are going to happen that we don't even have a clue they're going to happen and and you're right ryan if you're going to be doing ministry during a pandemic and if you're not flexible, you shouldn't be in ministry, because what a perfect time for the church to shine, Ryan. Yeah, I, I so much agree. Mike, you'll get a kick out of this. My dad always says, blessed are the flexible, because they won't break. <laughs> I, oh, love I like it. that. What, it's I like good. That. I like that. I'm going to steal what, that. What a, te- what a testimony right now in the climate that we're in, 
you know, I've I've been around church um, all of my life, and church is different now. Right. Yeah. And, and we really have a choice as the as you know God's handiwork as as His hands and feet to to be flexible to adjust. I, I've been reading about um, you know IQ EQ, and now there's there's uh, there's something that's called AQ. And uh, I've been reading about it, and uh, Fortune 500 companies actually, they, they actually poll their employees to find out who is the most, uh, uh, who can adjust, who can be flexible in, in a climate like this. And I think it's important for the body of Christ. I think it's important for uh, vocational ministers right now uh, to really embrace um, and if we believe that God works all things for the good of them that love him, if, if we rest in that, if we embrace that, I think we'll adjust a whole lot easier. Amen. Yeah. And I'm just thankful for the miracles that God is doing in this time and in this season, because great men and women of God have chosen, I'm going to adjust and I'm going to be flexible. Mm. Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiala, talking to Ryan McDonald. Welcome and good morning on this Saturday or good afternoon on the East Coast. Um, so thankful for the heartbeat for the ministry of City Church in Batavia, New York. Mike, there's there's small, medium-sized churches around the country, and, and they're trying to figure out how they can do ministry okay. during a pandemic. And as you know, I, you know, I've, I've said this many times, everyone's got to make their own choice. You know, we mm. just had 705 volunteers in Lake Charles, Louisiana, Incredible. over five weeks to help out with Hurricane Laura. Sure. We're doing things a little bit differently than we did a year ago because of COVID. Right. And, and at the same time, we're still doing ministry. So, Mike, encourage the small, medium-sized church out there across America in Kansas, Iowa, saying, you know what? Should we be just kind of hanging out, waiting for the thing to clear, or should we be no, flexible no, no. And, and moving where God moves us? There is something that everyone can do, and it's find out what that is. And, you know, um, just like the gentleman, that 70-some-year-old yeah. gentleman stopped for a moment and prayed, you stop, get still before the Lord, mm. and say, what can I do? Because this is not the way I planned it to be. This is not, wasn't on my to-do list. Right. Okay, what gets changed won't get rearranged. And the exciting thing is, that's when we're going to see God. Hmm. God, God never went away. He never went anyplace. He's He's here. Even I think using this even in a stronger, a greater way to bring us closer to Him, closer to people, yeah. closer to serving the way we should be serving. And Mike, yeah. and you know, we've never been busier. I mean, eight is old. You know, fifteen years in December. This by far, not a little, by far has been our busiest year of doing ministry. and The busiest, it, right. It, you know, it, it's been amazing to see the doors that God opens. Ryan, one of the things that I've been sharing lately is that we're better together. And I think that, to Mike's point, a, a small, medium-sized church out there that maybe, you know, maybe they have an older congregation that isn't as excited to be in the public. But when you work with other ministries, kind of like what 8 Days Old is doing right now with City Church and vice versa, and we've done other things together, but we are better together. Try to encourage people out there, churches, nonprofits, ministries, um, down that path, Brian, of, of, of the fruit of when you work with others. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so true. My dad's been uh, preaching a sermon uh, with the topic, Better Together. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I watched him the other day. He, he, he jumped on the phone. 
he probably spent two hours just calling other pastors. And uh, as he got on the phone, it, the, the, contact, the contact was about uh, these distributions, these giveaways. But um, as, as he called, uh, he began to encourage people. And, I, mm-hmm. man, I love that attribute in leaders, just to be an encourager, be a, be a blesser to people. And I, I think that's a great way to connect. You know, Steve, I, I'm, I'm learning. I'm a young guy. I'm, I'm watching. I'm observing. I watch a, I watch a leader like you. Um, you know, I've watched you at Kingdom Bound. I've watched you at the at the chapel at Cross Point. I've watched you all over the place, and uh, you connect people uh, through encouragement. You know, when mm-hmm. when when you get in a room with with ten people, you begin doing you you'll you'll, you'll find the person that's downcast. You just begin to en- encourage them and bless them, and all of a sudden, this synergy and. I, uh, I'll be more spe- specific. I believe the Holy Spirit shows up in a moment like that, mm. and He just gets behind that. He begins to connect people and 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 bring people together. And I'm watching, you know, I'm watching you. I watch your ministry on Facebook. I watch you, watch you all across America, bringing people together. What a gift! What what a what an attribute of what we should be representing as as God's people. You know, again, growing up around church, there there's there's some division. There's there's some yeah, divisiveness. Yeah. We're not called to that. We're yeah. we're we're called to bless, we're called to gather, we're called to connect. And you do such a great job. And if you'll give me the liberty, I, I just like to say that, you know, no better ministry um, I just I just mentioned the the connectivity that that Steve and his team brings. No better ministry to to support. Jump on their Facebook page. Jump on their website. Be be become a monthly supporter. Become a, you know maybe you can't show up. Maybe maybe you can't drive down or fly down, but you can send them a check in the mail every month and be a part of the gospel message that Eight Days of Hope brings. And Steve, you're, you, seriously, you're such a blessing to our family, your, your dad, I got to work with your dad, you know, talk about <laughs> yeah. servant leaderhood, yeah. leadership. I'm, I'm in a basement in Darien and we're serving a, a veteran right. that had some issues with his house through eight days of hope. And your dad's right down there working right next to me. Yeah. C- c- did you keep up with him, Ryan? Because he's, he's, no, he's, he's old school. You know, he'll fly in. And thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much for, for the very, very kind words for, for me and my family, the ministry. Appreciate that um, very much. And love you. Love your heartbeat. Um, uh, sidetrack. Back to, to my dad. So, so you know, my dad will fly in, Mike, on right. some of these rebuilding events. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, He's the one that kind of started with the idea of let's go help somebody after Hurricane Katrina. Sure, and and you know gave me the call and I mean and you know because you've you've lodged with him. You've been in a hotel say, room with this guy. When Ryan said you work with him, that's nothing to have to lodge with him. You're a ble- you got blessed. Yeah. So he shows up. And, I mean, he shows up, and I'm like, hey, Dad, how are you? Love you. How's your trip, Steve? I don't have time for this right now. All right. Um, where do you want me to go? I want your toughest project uh, because I'm ready to roll up my sleeves. The guy's like 83 years young he's he's a doer oh 100%. he is a doer he is a doer yeah. ryan we only have a couple of minutes left and um 
Love the heartbeat of City Church. If somebody is living in western New York uh, or maybe across the country and they just want to watch a sermon or two that your father uh, is giving about being better together, uh, share with the listeners a little bit more of how they could connect. We only got a couple of minutes, but connect with City Church. Yeah, City Church in Batavia, St. Anthony's in Batavia. We actually just purchased the second campus a couple Mm. years ago, so we meet there on Sundays as well at a noon service. But you can you can catch us on our website, thecitychurch.com, and also our Facebook page, uh, The City Church. And also, keep track of Steve and, and his team on with Eight Days of Hope. Be a monthly supporter. Bless them. Get behind them. I mean, this, this, stuff, is, this stuff is what the local church is about. And I believe if Jesus himself was on earth, He'd be right with Steve working with him and saying, hey, get going. We got more to do. <laughs> thank thank you, Ryan, so much. Uh, love you. Love love your dad. Um, it's, it's, I love. We are better together, Ryan. When, when I'm around you, I feel better about my journey that God has me on. And and, and, I, and hopefully once in a while, uh, do the same uh, back, back with your family. Mike, before we let Ryan go, can you pray for Ryan, yes, his family, absolutely. and City Church? They're making an impact, and, and they're impact. modeling for churches around the country. Yes. Again, this is a medium-sized church in a small town mm-hmm. making like a gigantic difference, not only in their community regionally, but with other pastors and other churches of other denominations. It's the church being the church. But Mike, can you pray him out? Let's pray. Thank you. Father, we just thank you so much that though we might say it's a medium-sized church, it's a great church in, in your Amen. in your eyes for the great work that you're doing. Thank you for Ryan, for his dad that has started this work, and, and all those that you've drawn in. Thank you for their leadership example. Now, Father, we know that during great movements uh, like this that there's uh, great interference that comes at times. Mm-hmm. God, fill them with wisdom, fill them with insight, unity, purpose, finances, bless them. And thank you for the example that they maintain in their family, their personal family, their wives and their children. And, and Lord, that they'll send their their kids into the, in the generations of ministry also. Bless the whole community, and thank you for the continued work in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ryan, Amen. Thank I you so much, guys. We know you have a couple weeks left. Again, if you're in Western New York and you just want to go hang out like I did the other day and watch a well-oiled ministry team make an impact, go to City Church in Batavia uh, the next couple Wednesdays. Uh, Love you, Ryan, and uh, thank you for your words of encouragement. We'll talk to you down the road here just a little bit. Love you guys. God bless you. God bless you. Ryan McDonald, uh, one of the pastors at City Church. I'm telling you, he says he's a young kid. I, th- I, I guess he's probably in his early 30s, maybe, maybe mid-30s. Um, sure. You know, we never brought up, um, I saw someone jetting from car to car. We only have three minutes, Mike. Mm-hmm. And they were getting information because they wanted to know who they were giving food to so okay. they could stay in contact, so they could invite them to church, so they can check on them, make sure they're doing okay. And it was raining, and this 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 tiny little girl's running from car to car, and, and she's smiling all bubbly. And I, and I looked, and I said, Brian. Isn't that your wife? And he said, oh, wow. yes. I mean, talk about servant leadership, Mike. Absolutely, and, and especially when it's raining. But, you know, the we didn't get into it much, but the organizational 
aspect of this yeah. had to be phenomenal. It was. And hours and hours of work to put in to maintain that kind of uh, service and, and delivering them all this food. So incredible. Eight Days of Hope is uh, in the process of being a conduit for about 40 tractor trailers of food in the states of Ohio, New York over the next couple of weeks. But we've been already doing it. This is our third week. Please pray for the ministry, Eight Days of Hope. Would you consider volunteering? Sign up for our email alerts. Natural disasters. We just left Lake Charles, Louisiana after Hurricane Laura. This year, we've already been to Nashville because of tornadoes and flooding events around the south. And um, we're also doing uh, renovations for those who support those rescued from sex trafficking. Um, You can learn more about that arm of the ministry as well. But sign up for our email alerts on our website. Would you consider a donation? Would you consider a donation? We could really use your support right now. You can do that online at 8daysofhope.com, or you can mail a check. And you can mail that. Uh, the address is on our website, on our Facebook page, uh, 8 Days of Hope at P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Pray, volunteer, donate, 8daysofhope.com. Come and volunteer, and we'll feed you. <laughs> we will. You didn't look at my belly that time, so thank I, I you so much. Know. You kept your eyes up that time. I was holding mine. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this week on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're really excited uh, for the next couple of weeks. We've got some amazing guests coming your way. Our goal is simple. Every week, Mike, we want to share God-sized stories from the mission field. Father, we thank you so mm-hmm. much yes. for the opportunity to speak with Ryan today. Father, we love his heart. We love Marty. We love that church. We love people like the McDonald's across the country that are on the front lines right now during a pandemic Mm. for you. Father, I pray that you keep him safe. Keep him energized. Thank you for his wonderful smile, for his energy, his compassion for the brokenhearted. Thank you for our relationship with Eight Days of Hope and City Church. Mm. Father, we, we just thank you that we have an opportunity to help people with food right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Another week, brother. Oh, what a sh- awesome show. I mean, just to, just to, the food is just, it, it's hitting my, I want I want to see the size of the, oh, I know a, a, tra- a tractor trailer is huge. Yeah, 53 just, feet long, brother. I, that's just, a lot of food. That's a lot of boxes. I'm not saying a lot, but the, I can just picture these things coming out of the truck and hand them out to people, the joy that has to be in their hearts and their lives as I, this happens. It's yeah. awesome. Well, until next week, Mike, uh, hope you have a good week. You also. And uh, I know we'll see you down the road. Stay healthy. You too. Keep praying for our country. Yeah, I am. All right. Well, next week, when we come back, we're going to have another God-sized story from the mission field. But we're so thankful that you joined us today. For more information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com. But you've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.